Hey, I want to welcome everybody to our podcast extra of First Baptist Joplin. Uh, we got a really great topic here that we're going to be discussing, and it's about pastoral sabbaticals. So we're going to discuss a little bit about what a sabbatical is briefly. And then I've got a couple guys in the room with us that are going to be able to share some experiences of the benefits and the challenges of some extended time off. We've got Dr. Kirk Baker, who is the Director of Associational Missions at Spring River Baptist Association here in Joplin, Southwest Missouri, and Pastor Ben Scott, who pastors First Baptist Cherokee, Kansas. So glad to have you guys. Thank you for being a part of this. Yeah, thanks for having us. Glad to be here. Super, super. Well, let me tell you just briefly what a sabbatical is, or when we're talking about that, if you don't understand that term, it is a time, a season of rest. Um, We all know about the Sabbath on on the seventh day, God rested. Uh, In the Old Testament, we know that the soil was given a time to rest. um, And that's really what we're looking at when we're considering this idea of a sabbatical. It's an extended season of rest, of refocus, of reflection, a time for you to be able to be rejuvenated in the ministry. So when we're talking about that, that is what we're talking about. And Ben, you just recently got back from from your sabbatical. Your church came to you and said, hey, we want to give you some extended period of rest. Um, how did that benefit you in the ministry? Yeah, I, I appreciated them them coming to me for with that, and, and they brought that idea up to me, and so I was appreciative uh, of that and of their care for me in that. And, you know, I hadn't had, I, I got to thinking about that. I don't know that I had taken off two Sundays in a row, um, except for maybe a mission trip experience um, in 12 years. And so uh, the idea of being off for that long um, was something that slightly scary in some instances, but also exciting as well. And so I think it really did allow me uh, you know, the purpose is to rest, and it sounds simple, but I found rest in places that I wasn't expecting. I found rest in um, just the idea of not preparing a sermon for a week. While I love doing that, the pressure of that was off, and I felt that almost immediately. Um, and so I was able to uh, do that. I was able to spend more time in the Word for me, just what do I need to hear? How do I need to grow? What do I need to learn? Where do I need to repent or whatever it may be? Um, and I think just giving me a better perspective on who I'm supposed to be in the church um, and where I'm really needed and maybe some places where maybe I'm not as needed as I thought that I was. And I think that was beneficial to me to take, take a step back and, and think through those things and look at those things in that way. So those are some benefits that, that I had experienced from that. That, that's really interesting that you said that, you know, you had rest and not preparing and and that you, you weren't under that pressure of sermon. And it's funny that, you know, you and I were taking our sabbaticals at the same time, um, right after Easter. Mm-hmm. And mine was actually the opposite mm-hmm. um, in the sense that the, the, the rest and not preparing, I had done that for so long. I, I realized during my sabbatical that when all that was done and I wasn't doing it anymore, I found out that I kind of found my identity kind of a release. You know, even if, if things were crazy in the church, I could focus on that part of the ministry. And when that was gone, and I remember the, the first six weeks, the first half of my sabbatical, God wouldn't let me write a sermon. Mm. And to me, that was difficult because I was like, oh, my goodness, because I found my identity and, and focus and, and in a sense, value. 
in that. So when that was removed, that was that was really difficult for me. That was <laughs> we'll get to that in the challenges of sabbatical <laughs> in a minute. So when when I would tell people that I was on sabbatical, um, you know, they'd take a step back. Are you are you okay? <laughs> you know, and I think that there's that misconception that you only get a sabbatical when you're burnt out. And, and though that can happen, you can get, I think there are two different schools or uses of a sabbatical. I think one of them is vitamin and one of them is medicine. And I think for your situation and my situation, thankfully, I think they were given to us in terms of a meta, of, of, of vitamin mm-hmm. to help strengthen us and to prepare us. So that's kind of the approach that we're taking, but there is no shame. I think in, in providing some extended time off as medicine as well, but I think we're all approaching this from the terms of uh, of vitamin. Kirk, you you took some some time off um, in between ministries um, through your through your time. How 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 did that benefit you as well? It may be just a little bit different. That time off is still time off, right? Uh, the the time for me was uh, intentional as far as knowing that I was moving from one ministry setting to another, and so I would always tell the the next. Uh, people or church or ministry, wherever it was, that I was going to be taking a few weeks in between where I was not having to focus on what I was doing before uh, or even focusing on what was coming up, but just relaxing. And I've often told pastors, even now in my role as uh, director of missions for an association, that you've got to be able to find ways that are just relaxing for you. And so in those weeks for me, it was just, whether that was playing golf or whether that was riding a tractor around the family farm, it was just stuff that my mind wasn't having to focus on somebody's problem, some next task, you know, that was uh, ministry-oriented. It was just picking up hay bales around <laughs> the pasture or getting my golf clubs out or whatever that looked like. So that was an intentional time where I didn't have to focus on anything other than myself and my family. And then <clears throat> always towards the last half of that, like the last week, you always, your mind was always then moving toward, well, I know this is coming to an end. You know, these weeks I've got set aside, they're, they're going to end. And so your mind naturally starts rolling back towards uh, what's going to be coming. So for me, it was not, uh, although I had 10 years in one ministry spot and didn't get a sabbatical at that place, which is unfortunate, uh, these were times of moving from one ministry to the next where it, it was planned that I would have time away. Do you, do you find guys doing that more now? Do you, in your experience, I mean, do you find guys taking some time off? I, I didn't do that. When I left Cherokee, <laughs> I yeah. went, I mean, Sunday I was done preaching there, and Monday I was in the office at the, here. I'm finding that a little more now because guys are really trained to focus on their families. And what I tell pastors is, listen, you've got that few weeks where you can take off, and your family's going through this move as well. And so if you can spend time with your kids, you spend time naturally with your wife, you're preparing them, and you're, you're pastoring your family That's at good. that point. And so, yes, I'm seeing more of that now. Uh, it does take a little bit of coaching, though, for guys to get up to that place where they realize, well, I don't have to jump right to the next one. God promises he's going to provide for his own. And so sometimes that was in the back of their minds, you know, the financial aspect. Well, wait, what if what if my paycheck ends at this week and then I don't tell them I've got a month, you know, where, well, here again, I try to tell guys, the Lord will take care of you. And uh, your your mental and your spiritual health is really worth that downtime. That financial part, that's a really good point. I mean, that can be a real, 
real challenge in, Absolutely. in a situation like that. Some guys may not be able to see how they could go four weeks yep. without it. In my role, if I could speak to that for just a second, in my role I can also try to coach churches that say, look, this guy needs a few weeks away. Maybe you could ask that church to pay them two weeks ahead of time. Uh, if they were willing, and, and a lot of times church, you'd be amazed at what churches are willing to do when they're bringing a brand new pastor in. They already love that guy. They've gone through the process. And so now if we could get them to understand uh, just just how much of a role they play in keeping their pastor healthy, that would start right up front. And so that's a possibility. I can't say that I've had a lot of success at that or even been asked to address that at this point. But I think it could be something where you could see churches in the future helping that way. I'm sure after the millions listen to this podcast, it's going to change the culture. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, you, you could also have churches who really love their pastor and really want to send him off with a blessing. That could also be, yes. you know, on that back end as well, be helpful there um, to do that. Well, Ben, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, we touched touched on it when we were talking about some of the benefits. Um, talk to me about some of the challenges that you, you experienced during that season. Sure, yeah. So I think... Um, to be completely honest, I think most of the challenges that I had were in my head. Like <laughs> they were things that I I were I was finding myself worrying about um, even beforehand. And so I, I don't know that I had challenges during the sabbatical. I think most of them were leading up to the sabbatical. And so you and I both had the first challenge of not getting to take the sabbatical when we thought we were going to. You know, we were supposed to take sabbatical. Um, in 2020, and then that didn't happen, and and so it got pushed back, and so there was there was kind of some, uh, you know, I I'd got myself mentally ready for that, you know, and then not only did I not take the sabbatical, but then pastored through COVID, mm-hmm. and so then then it was like, wow, this is a whole another whole another thing. But some of the some of the challenges again that I faced was um, uh, I I was concerned. Uh, we had our church had never done this before. Um, uh, as you know, we had never done this before, and so I was concerned about how to communicate that to the church, um, how to help them to understand. Uh, they were excited to do it; they were happy to to give that to me, and 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 all of that. But I wasn't sure, you know. And e- even today, I had a person. I talked to a person not very long ago. I'm on vacation right now, and uh, they said, "Well, weren't you just on vacation for like a month?" And I was like, "Well, you know, no, that's that was different, mm-hmm. you know." And so. Um, just that communication level. Um, to be honest, I was I was concerned. Um, I w- with I don't even know how to say it. Is is this going to work? You know, a- am I going to feel rested? Yeah. You know, a- am I am I going to uh, do I know how to rest like that? Oh, do I good. do I know what I'm doing? You know, and so there was this apprehension about um, okay, I'm I'm off, but. But how do I how do I make sure that I rest? How do I make sure that I'm intentional um, about that and and things like that? And so there was there was some apprehension and some challenge, you know, just even in in that thought process um, as well. And then I think the other challenge that I struggled with, and I I don't think it really was it was just in my head again. But um, was was I going to be able to, or was this going to meet the expectation of others? You know, we talked about the fact that the church sacrificed. The church sacrificed for me to be able to be gone that long. People, they sacrificed financially and in time and in service. And so then I'm thinking, man, if I come back and and they don't see something out of this, you know, are, are they going to see the value and the benefit in that? And so 
um, I, I had one person, not from our church, but another person asked me while I was on, on sabbatical, you know, well, have you had any epiphanies yet? You know, <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and then I, am I supposed, was I supposed to have, you know, and it kind of got my mind going again. But, but, you know, then I came back to the church and, and no one asked those sort of questions. They were happy to see me. We were happy to be back together. They were glad I had a chance to rest. You know, those things were good. But I think the challenges for me was just trying to, to navigate what really should I be doing or what really should I not be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, how much time should I devote to spending time on a tractor? How much time do I devote to reading? You know, well, do I have to read three hours a day? You know, or I mean, and, and so those... But as it went on, after that first week, I kind of felt like I got into a, a groove that felt comfortable and felt right. Um, and so that, uh, that, that apprehension, I guess, got better as, as I went through that time. I love that question that you asked yourself once about, do I know how to rest? Mm-hmm. Man, I think yeah. that is, that's spot on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that it's not just us in this room that have, thought that but i think you you really touched on something i think a lot of pastors i think i can relate to the the question you know are they going to expect me to come down off the mountain with my hair white and you know glowing and all that well you were off long enough your hair might have actually gotten whiter if you notice it is whiter yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is and you know i mean having white hair is better than the alternative (laughs) i guess right that's true that's true (laughs) you can't see ben doesn't have much hair (laughs) You can't see it because it's a podcast. Because it's and audio. Because I don't have it. <laughs> but I think that Kirk, do you find that? I mean, have you experienced guys that are just, I mean, at the end of the road because they don't know how to rest? Yeah, absolutely. As soon as Ben said that that question, do I even know how to rest? That struck a chord with me because I see that all the time. We have, you know. Uh, 47 churches in our area that I get the privilege of serving to those pastors, but that. It doesn't end there. That's staff members as well. And so there's a wide number of folks that I see this often. They don't know what to do with even when they get a few hours off. And so I'm always asking guys, you know, what are you doing on your day off? Are you, you know, do you take your phone with you all the time? Or do you got anything you're doing as a hobby even? And you'd be amazed at how pastors like, no, all I do is pastor the church. And so all I can do is try to coach them and tell them, you know, well, at a minimum, you know, get four hours where you at least leave the phone away and find some way just to relax, you know. And so everybody's built different. You know, everybody has a, a different thing they like to do and so forth. And so I do try to encourage guys uh, when we talk about staying spiritually healthy, it takes time away because a lot of people don't realize, and, you know, if there are laypersons that listen to this, they don't realize how a pastor carries that weight of the people every day. Now, yeah, on Sundays you see your pastor up there from the pulpit, and he looks good on that day, and he's all put together, and he's got the sermon all six points right down in a row, for Jamie at least, and uh, and he looks good that day. But you don't see during the week how much weight he's carrying because someone calls, you know, at 730 in the morning before you're even really rolling and tells you about something that's going on. And so that, but that's part of shepherding. That is part of the pastoring role. And so that's a heavy weight, and guys need to be able to disconnect from that at some point. And so not just in the sabbatical sense, but on a weekly sense, I try to tell them, you know, getting away from responsibility at least one day where 
you're not carrying that weight or trying to carry that weight. There's no shortage of statistics out there on pastor's health, minister's health, uh, minister's lack of soul care, mm-hmm. lack of rest, emotional health. I mean, all of those. I mean, it's been been for, for a long time. Um, and I think one of one of the things that I find, and, and it's been documented, you know, everybody trying to figure out what is it that causes pastors to, to fall apart, um, to shipwreck, if you will, you know. And you can get 20 different, 30, 40 different contributors to why that is. And each of us are different. And, in fact, if we talked about our struggles in the ministry that we've had, we would probably have a, a long list ourselves. And they, they probably don't touch. You know, they may be different. But I think one of the things that makes, for the sake of, of sabbatical and pastoral rest, one of the things that makes it so unique, because our people don't generally understand the need of a sabbatical for a pastor. And, and I think it's based off of this, that you can be, pa- pastoral ministry is not just what we do, it's, it's who we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you, you don't find that everywhere else. When you go to First Timothy chapter three, the qualifications for a pastor, that it outlines what we do, but the emphasis is on who we are in that. And you can be a great lawyer and a horrible dad, or you can be a great salesperson and a horrible husband. You can't you can't do that in the ministry. And I think that is part of that unique monster that is, and I mean that in a good way, that, that is pastoral ministry because it's not just what we do. The people see what we do. Hopefully they see who we are. And I think that is part of the part of the reason why it's hard to rest because it's not just, I'm not just here on Wednesdays. I'm not just here on Sundays. I'm also a pastor in who I am, in, in pastoring my family and in, in, in leading my, my wife and, and being a man of integrity and well thought of by those outside, as Timothy said. So I think that is one of the unique issues that, that I have to deal with as well, because it is. It's hard to unplug. When you've done something that long and you've gotten in that rhythm and routine and then it's gone, you have a bit of identity wrapped up in that. And that's, Ben, did you ever struggle? Did you When you were going through that, did you ever struggle realizing, I'm replaceable? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I think that was one of the... I, that was one of the things that I wanted the church to, to see was that I was, you know, was that I'm a lot of times my role here isn't quite as important as what maybe you think it is, you know, and, and that, that another voice is good for you and, and, and things like that. Um, uh, I, I, w- I, I wouldn't be honest if I, if I wasn't happy when I came back and people said, we're glad to have you back. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but, that, that, that made me feel it's good. So right. You know, it, it I, that, you know, that, that they said, Hey, we're, we're, we're happy. We're happy to be back in the sermon series we were in when you left or we, you know, whatever that was, um, you know, so that was, that was an encouragement, uh, to me to know that, yeah, well, they, they do see some value in, in what I'm doing, you know, uh, but, uh, certainly, uh, yeah, that, that idea that, that maybe I'm not as needed as in some areas as I think, was okay for me to learn and uh, and for them to say, wait a minute, we we can do we can do some of these things, you know. He's not he's not the only person who can do this or that. So yeah, I think that was that was an interesting line to kind of walk down and, and figure out uh, throughout that process. 
Jamie, what I've seen in a couple of scenarios in our area where guys have taken sabbaticals uh, and they came back, they realized, wait, we were doing some things that are good because our church carried on Mm -hmm. while I was gone. And the evidence was there. They came, that pastor, I'm not just talking about you, I'm talking about some others in our area. They came back in, they were encouraged that way because it's like, okay, I've been training these folks this way. And now when I was gone, they carried on ministry in exactly that same way. And that was really encouraging to those guys. After the sabbatical was done, it was encouraging to them to see that, okay, we're, we're building something here. This is God's kingdom. Of course, God takes care of it. But the, the plans and the process that you go through, those guys were encouraged that way. Let's go back then. Let's kind of talk a little bit about the benefits to the church. Um, because the church, I know, Ben, you've had a long tenure, 12 years at your church. Awesome. Congratulations on that. I've been at my church 12 years. So maybe our church needed a break from us. For a, I think, <laughs> maybe. yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of disappointment. <laughs> the last Sunday, they were like, all right, see ya. You know, like, uh, yeah, I think there's probably a little bit of that. When, when I left, the Sunday, the Sunday I left, I had recorded a video ahead of time, and I told the church, I said, I think this is going to be beneficial for you and for me, and when we come back, I think we're going to be different, and, and we were. Mm-hmm. And I think it was good for the church to say, hey, we're listening to a different voice. We're hearing from different people. We have, we have people in the church that are having to step up now, or maybe the staff is serving in a different way, and they're growing and developing and utilizing their skills. So that was one element that I saw, that the church could say, hey, we can survive without him. And this may be the worst illustration ever. So just bear with me, Austin, get ready to hit the hit the shutoff button if this is the bad one. But you've all heard those stories of people having near-death experiences. You know, we're like they're on the operating room and the table, and they they find themselves floating above their body looking that's kind of what it felt like a little bit. Like I was dead, but I could still watch and see all that was going on. It was crazy. The beauties of live stream. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I did peek in I, <laughs> on Sunday afternoons just, you know, just just to make sure everything was was cool. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did. I did peek in on on the live stream after it was over with. Uh, sometimes, but it would be weird if you didn't. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah, your I care family. about that place. I love those people, and so Absolutely. it matters. But. If you came in and said you didn't watch it, yeah. that would be disturbing to me. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, when you talk about the benefits uh, for the church, it is good for the church to see that they need to also take care of their pastor. Mm. And so by allowing you guys to go and do that, they're showing you, okay, we do love you enough to send you away for however many weeks they set aside. And so they're taking care of your spiritual growth at that point, you're, it's the opposite role. See, you're carrying the weight for them while you're there, and th- they may or may not get that. But now, then when you take that time of leave, they're like, okay, wait, we've got to look after our pastor. And so we carry on the ministry as the church now while our pastor is away resting. And so they get the sense of that responsibility of what it means to shepherd then. And they've just, just got you know a handful of guys to do that with. What a great I'd never thought of that in that in that way. What a great point! The reversal of the roles. Mm-hmm. My church—I don't—I don't know how it was with, with your church, Ben, but my church was so good about letting me rest and be a way that I almost felt isolated. Mm-hmm. 
there were times I'd just kind of look at my phone and be like, oh, no one's texted me today. Well, I know there were times I was thinking, man, I want to text Jamie on this. Well, he's on sabbatical. And I, and then you say, well, no, communicate. I need it. You know, and so, but the church's role is, okay, we don't have to call him every mm-hmm. time. And that's part of them taking care of you pastors at that point. Yeah, that was so good. So good. I, I'll share this little little quote with you. Um it's, it's by Spurgeon, and for most of you, that we love Spurgeon. We also know that he battled depression, and that was nothing that he hid. Um, but I found this quote interesting. He said, The ministry is a matter which wears the brain, strains the heart, and drains out the life of a man if he attends to it as he should. And, you know, just that quote, just a reminder that we all need rest. I'm not God. I need to rest, you know. I, 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 that quote just, in fact, I keep that on my computer um, just as a reminder of the challenges of not getting rest and not taking care of myself. So um, definitely thank you guys so much. I think this has been a, a, a very a very great conversation, discourse a little bit about the benefits of time off and extended time off. If you are, if you are interested in, in learning more, um, I know, Ben, you would love to talk to anybody that would be interested in finding out a little bit about how you did your sabbatical, maybe going a little deeper. They could email you. What, what, how could they get a hold of you? Sure, yeah. My email address is pastor at CherokeeChurch.org, and I, uh, I'd be glad to uh, visit with anybody about that and uh, uh, give any sort of advice that maybe I learned or maybe some things that I learned not to do or something like that. Yeah, that, that would be wonderful. Kirk, how could, if anybody would like to talk to you, maybe even about a church that is saying, hey, I would love to know a little bit more about sending my pastor on sabbatical, how could they get in touch with you? Sure, you can email me the same way. It's srbadom at gmail.com. Or you can always call the association office, Spring River Baptist Association, and we'd be glad to get in touch with you. And uh, this is part of what we do, you know, as an association. We try to encourage churches to not only... Uh, do things that are mindful of the kingdom, but also take care of one another. And so, yes, absolutely be, be more than willing to chat with folks about that. Ben, I'm going to ask you, would you mind closing us out in prayer? Sure. Please. Thank you so much. Bro. Father, we're thankful uh, for your, your guidance, that, that your word, even, even from the Old Testament, guides us today on, on how to rest and, and that you gave us an example of rest, Lord. And we pray that, that more than anything, that day to day, we would be people who work for you, who, who pour ourselves out as a drink offering for you, Lord, so that there's a need for that rest. And God, we're thankful that ultimately Jesus is our sabbatical, that we find rest in him. And so, Father, we pray today for pastors who may be um, in a season of, of struggling, of, of being tired or burn out a little bit, Lord, or just need, needing a re- rejuvenation. I, I pray that you would supply that for them in, in the way that, that you would will. Lord, we pray for churches um, who are considering this. Lord, we pray you'd encourage them in this and, and help them to find a way uh, to provide this care for their pastors. Lord, we thank you um, that we look forward to um, an eternal rest with you mm-hmm. that, that comes through Jesus, and we ask this in his name. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, taking some time out of your day to listen to this uh, podcast dealing with pastoral sabbaticals. Hope it's been a blessing to you. Austin, thank you for always pushing our buttons and running the dials and everything that you do so well on the back end. We appreciate you.